I can see that uh, right now you you are not really reading anything from the script and you are conducting an interview. So that's that's quite amazing, actually, <laughs> that you have uh, achieved so much. Herzlich willkommen. Bienvenue. Benvenuto. Welcome to my phone podcast. I am Daniel Goodson, the host of this show. Right at the beginning of this episode, you could listen to Stanek from Stanek's English podcast who I'm going to interview in this episode. Learn from and with a language learner. I am really glad you tuned in in this episode. On episode 11, Get Fluent by Interviewing, I explained my method, how I wanted to become a better English speaker by interviewing different people. And in the meantime, I conducted several interviews and after every single interview my confidence is growing but now without any further ado let's dive into today's interview have fun you could do this and i'm glad having you on my fluent podcast stanek it is an absolute pleasure obviously um i'm well aware of your podcast and it's it's great to be on your podcast man and I listened to several episodes of, of your cool podcast, but I haven't managed yet to listen to every single episode because I think there are a lot of episodes. It's about 160, I think, or, or how, how many are there? Well, at, the, at the moment, uh, there are about 175 episodes published, so it's quite a lot. <laughs> quite impressive <laughs> well and sometimes i don't believe it myself <laughs> how many <yeah>. episodes <laughs> yeah and how many and episodes i have published in fact you are to be honest a prime example that it is possible for a foreign speaker to become a super great english speaker because in in my view you are like a native speaker when i listen to your podcast for me, it sounds really like a native speaker. It's it's really great. <laughs> I guess that could be down to some editing, but <laughs> now, of course, uh, uh, listen. It has been a long journey. What can I say? <laughs> um, well, English is my job, so that's that's maybe the most important thing. And I have to say that um, I've been learning English for more than fifteen years. And that's that's a hell of a time. <laughs> maybe maybe I should speak better than this after 15 years. You know, sometimes I say this to myself. <laughs> sometimes I'm a bit self-critical. You know, not not really happy about my own uh, accent and fluency and all that. You are too hard on yourself. I think. Well. <laughs> I recently listened to your very first episode mm -hmm. it, it was kind of an introduction to to your podcast yes and it was really funny to compare <laughs> the the old right. episode with the newer ones and and i think you recorded the introduction twice one version yes. was about one year after the first version mm -hmm. i think i think i think that's quite telling isn't it i think I think that's me being self-conscious, and I think at one point I realized that the first, the very first episode is actually quite important. And of course, like maybe you could you could argue that I show 
my improvement. And as as a non-native speaker, I um, I'm giving I'm setting an example of myself, like how much I have made progress. But on the other hand, sometimes you want to attract more listeners, and you know uh, they could get discouraged after listening to a very um, let's put it bluntly, a crappy episode. And that's that's perhaps why um, um, I made this decision to re-record it. And I think it was a good one. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, the listeners have a chance to, to listen to both of these, I guess, if they want to. Exactly. And I recommend to do so because it is really interesting to see the comparison. And And so I was wondering how and when Exactly. Did you come up with the idea of producing a podcast in English? Okay. So I think it must have been about four or five years ago. I never get this right, but let's say let's say four years ago. Okay. And well, I don't know if your listeners are aware of this, but I work as an English teacher. And in one of my lessons, actually in preparation for one of my lessons, I was looking for a podcast. Um, or for some, let's say, material that is related to health and being ill. And that's when I came across Luke's English podcast. And it didn't really take me long to fall in love with this podcast. I'm sure you yourself are a huge fan and um, you listen yeah. to Luke's, Luke's <laughs> English podcast regularly. <laughs> and um, so it didn't, it, um, it took about, let's say, a few more weeks for me to come up with the idea that I could actually do this myself. Um, I had done a podcast before that, but it was something a little bit different. It was like short, short, uh, I don't know what to call it, like short, you know, short recordings. It was half Czech, half English, and it wasn't very successful. It was just me trying to have some fun with myself, really, rather than anything else. I didn't have any serious audience or anything like that. So I had had some prior experience with that. Yeah. What well, was yeah. it? The crazy English podcast? It was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually quite impressed that you, that you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So and then um, I said to myself, well, maybe you should you should try yourself. But then there was this um, awkward moment where I had to actually address Luke because I didn't feel that doing my own podcast would be um, the right thing to do if I if I had uh, if I didn't speak to Luke before beforehand so that's what I did and um, fortunately he didn't mind and that's how I recorded my first episode of the podcast I guess so is that right that at the beginning the idea was to produce the podcast in English to improve your English skills uh, I think To be honest with you, it's more complicated than that. Uh, of, of course, I have been coming back to this um, many times on my podcast, speaking to my listeners, explaining my reasons why I started um, doing a podcast like that. And I, it's part of the thing, but I think maybe I realized that a little bit later and it wasn't the initial incentive. I think... The main reason is my personality. I think it's because I've always enjoyed um, being creative, making something for people, like, and having audience. It's something that always drives you forward. That you, if if you have people who listen to you, if you have people who um, kind of are there for you, then 
that's what keeps you going ultimately. And I mean, you can do it for yourself. You can just record yourself. But I don't know how about you, but it can get a bit boring after some time. So when well, people, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'd say in my case, when I when I started with my podcast, it was not boring because I had to write down every single word because I wasn't able at all to talk freely. Mm-hmm. And and so my main goal was really to get better in English, in speaking. And for, right. me, well, for me, it was a, a boost, a, a great boost. Well, yeah. Really. Well, I can see, I can see that uh, right now you, you are not really reading anything from the script and you are conducting an interview. So that's, that's quite amazing, actually, <laughs> that you have uh, achieved so much. Yeah, and, and do you think um, or do you recommend to English learners or to other language learners to record themselves or to produce a podcast in order to improve? Well, absolutely I do. But the thing is, like, you have to realize that let's talk about the community of Luke's English podcast. Yeah, this, these are very special English learners and most learners are not like that. Like, I would say this is maybe 1% of all learners of English all around the world. Most most of my students or learners, they just don't want to spend that extra effort and put in the extra time. And also, by recording yourself, you're definitely coming out of your comfort zone so much. Because it's it can be very painful to listen back to your own voice first time and to realize how, how bad you are at English, you know. Like, I mean... But it's exactly what you need. So uh, there is this clash of, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you that it is strange to listen to yourself. But I think that you get used to it. And and that's the good thing that you can improve yourself by listening to your recordings. Yeah, absolutely. I, ca- I can't agree more. That's, I mean, as, a, as an English teacher, I encourage anything or I approve of anything that my students do outside classroom. Yeah, anything, it, um, be it some listening practice or reading a book or uh, watching videos or films or it can be anything. But this, doing this, I think it's this is going the extra mile really. And most learners won't do it actually, but obviously it's it's amazing and you can make giant leaps you can make when you record yourself and then have the immediate feedback of being able to listen back to your voice and do a lot of self-correction. I think we have we are so powerful sometimes when when it comes to English learning we, that we don't even realize it. We often want to um, put the responsibility on the teacher rather than just trying to learn ourselves and then like by listening back to yourself, you're you will be able to do a lot of self-correction, you know, just to correct your own mistakes. Notice you notice what you are doing wrong, and that's that's much more effective actually um, compared to when the teacher tells you. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what you are doing with your podcast from time to time. Um, you are conducting the so-called language analysis. I think. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yes, that's right. That's right. I don't do it that often, but I've done it several times and I I always enjoy these episodes. I don't mind sort of uh, 
exposing myself, you know, I don't mind being self-critical. So I guess that's that's something you have to put up with, you know, like you're putting yourself out there and you might be judged by the others, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not it's not always easy, but I, I don't mind that. And what about your students? Do they always know about your podcast? Um, they sooner or later, if they are with me for a longer time, they find out. But I don't <laughs> I don't really tell them during the first few lessons. I don't think it's the right thing to do. But uh, yeah, I do. I do tell my students about my podcast later on. And I sometimes give myself as an example. Of course, I I could encourage my students to listen, but I don't do this that much, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and one thing that stuck out to me was that you are conducting really a lot of interviews with your students or with other people. Mm -hmm. and And I think it's it's a great way also for them to to improve their English, and and then I wanted to ask if if they are um, open to it or if, if they are scared or uh, yeah. what do they say after the recordings um, got done? That's a really good question. I don't know how you came up with this one, but it's a really good one. Well, to be honest with you, they are not always up for it. I may I may even go as far as to say that most of the time they are not up for it, but it's it really depends on what kind of personality the student has and the group uh, how, how the group functions as a whole, what's the group dynamic, and if there is good uh, classroom atmosphere and if there is the right time for it, um, and the students agree. I never record my students uh, before them agreeing with it actually then um we are good to go and it can it can be sometimes very interesting episodes and uh, i can even turn it into homework because the students are then later asked to <laughs> um correct themselves and i i think it's it's part of my um teaching style i would say these days but Maybe, maybe I don't do it as much as, as you might think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Even though the interview isn't finished yet, I want to stop here. This was part one of the interview. I want to publish the second part of this great interview very soon. But before I finish up here, I want to show you some parts of the Stanex English podcast. The way you will get uh, an idea of his podcast. In the first place, it's a podcast to to learn English, but a lot of tips and tricks also works out for other languages, of course. And of course, as always, I will put the show notes on my website. So just head over to myfluentpodcast.com. Have a good one! Actually, I don't know how to introduce him, but it's the voice behind Luke's English Podcast. It's Luke himself. Luke from Luke's English Podcast. I can't believe it. Can you? Am I supposed to say something now? <laughs> How am I supposed to react to this? <laughs>
Okay, listeners, I'll tell you one thing. I'm really nervous now. I'm jumpy. It's really not easy. Yes, that's right. It's, would... it's hard yeah. for people to know, it, unless they've done it, uh, just how difficult it is. I, I remember that like, none of my friends or none of my family really, under, really knew what I was going through. Yeah. Uh, I expect some of the people listening to this are thinking, they're exaggerating. They're, <laughs> they're exaggerating for comic effect. We're not. It's absolutely... <laughs> To be honest with you, I, I have got a good compare. I can I, I can see like good comparison between when I uh, did my degree in yeah. English teaching, which was at philosophical faculty in in one town in the Czech Republic, and I obviously I was studying for five years, but this was nothing nothing compared compared to to the Delta, and that's I, I don't know. I, I think there was another aspect to it, and that's the fact that I was there as a non-native. Mm. So I felt like I have to kind of prove myself, you know, mm. and there was like extra pressure on me. On the other hand, my advantage was the like I did have good linguistic background already. So I suppose that was a, an edge for me. Right. So you, Cause, cause yeah. you did uh, you did a master's degree in yeah. um, was it English, English teaching? It, it was just because maybe I felt a bit self-conscious and I, I, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm perfectionist. I find faults in everything, especially in myself, in my own speech. And as much as this can be a good habit, sometimes it's actually harmful and detrimental to your own confidence because you will end up having low opinion of yourself, which is something that you should try to avoid um, as somebody who's trying to learn a foreign language because learning a language it requires patience and uh, often it's about confidence you know if you have confidence if you believe in yourself you can do more than somebody who might have bigger talent who might have more skills but lacks confidence it is uh, a rule of thumb or not rule but it's like a principle that i think is valid so you know um basically learning with myself yes then then that's the point where um you can be really proud of yourself as a teacher i think because it's even more than anything you do i guess yeah i think i think you you never have to uh you know, it's you have you have to be aware that uh, if you teach, you have to mm. learn first. You know, mm. so you are a learner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, when you learn, you learn in some way. Why would you teach in another different way? You know. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's important to share the responsibility with the learner. Really, of course. Yeah. You're not just you're not just his boss and just telling him what to do, telling the learner what to do. But he should really become autonomous learner, yeah, and study on his own. Yes, and it's very difficult to do that as a teacher. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. So, what what do you think makes a makes a good teacher? Um. Well, I think it's crucial to know your students. Yeah, that, that's the start point of becoming a good teacher. You mean like to know know their needs and uh, their personalities and their learning styles? Yes. And... 
their world because it's very different from our world. Mm. What they do on uh, in their free time, you know, what they what what what's their main subject? So, um, before before we finish the, this interview, I'd like to ask you one last question. Do you have any tips uh, how to improve your vocabulary? Because I, I have huge problems throughout my vocabulary and struggle for words a lot. And even though I want to say something, I can't express myself the way I would like to. Well, the, you have to... What is the best way to learn? For example, I know loads of words passively. But the challenge always for me has been how to start using them on my own. And this is why... This is one of the things that, uh, first, I told you, initially, I did my podcast just on a whim. Mm-hmm. It was just on a spur-of-the-moment decision, a little bit crazy. But soon I realized that, that this, is, this is a blessing for me, because I can really actively improve my vocabulary. Because as a teacher, I can't, I can't speak in, in, in idiomatically English much. I can't use too many phrase books when I teach, because no one will understand me. Mm-hmm. Yeah? But I would love to have better English. So this is this is uh, this is the way, you know? So, so if you start doing something like this, for example. But I'm not saying you have to have a podcast. I, I don't know. I know you are you like LOL, the game LOL, so you could you could post videos about LOL just describing your game so or, or, or explaining how each individual hero works in this game. You do anything for your English that is productive and where you can actually use some vocabulary. You can even write it down beforehand and then just can just use this vocabulary, you know? So obviously you can study from books like there are loads of different methods these days.